Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Back here on the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus talking spring practice. We just talked wide receivers, guys. I want to talk defense here now, linebackers. Um, you look at Nebraska's linebacker room. Colin Miller, um, the only departure, and he medically retired. But you go down the line, I mean, they return their top five outside linebackers and kind of makes sense why Nico Cooper left town because – JoJo Doman's back at outside linebacker. You've got um, Caleb Tanner, who's back for his eighth year, feels like. Uh, I mean, it seriously feels like Caleb Tanner's been here forever, and he still has, like, two more years left, I think. I Garrett Nelson returns. Fadarius Payne, who I think is going to have a really, really big rise. And Damian Jackson, he was kind of the fifth guy last year. And then, obviously, you'll have some younger play- players like Blaze Gunnerson uh, that could maybe emerge this spring. Uh, Jamari Butler. And then on the inside, um, Honus is back. Nick Henrich is back. Snodgrass is back. Um, Chris Kolarovic from Northern Iowa is back, or joins the team, excuse me. So th- there's a lot of material in this linebacker group where you go back to like Frost's first year, there was no depth in this room. And now they've got options where um, Henrich can play multiple spots and you know they can do different things with these guys, but – it might be as deep of an overall group as any on the team right now. Yeah, I mean, right up there with the defensive line. Uh, and when you have that much experience and proven production coming back on your defensive front seven, you're going to be in a pretty good spot in most games. Uh, so, I mean, that's a luxury Nebraska football hasn't had really in, in some time, uh, multiple years. And so I, I guess now it's a matter of, you know, who all is going to crack that rotation when you have so many established pieces already in play um you know how deep is that rotation going to get to where all these young guys that you know we're we're hoping are going to start making an impact you know how many opportunities are they going to get and there's a lot of names uh that that could certainly be in that category like you mentioned Caleb Tanner I think this is the fifth year in a row we're talking about can he finally have the breakout year we'll see but I'm with you on Feldarius Payne Uh, I mean the the flashes he showed last year I mean, he you, with the way Nebraska improved in setting the edge uh, against the run, Feldarius Payne was as involved with that as anyone. And then JoJo Doman, he went from being, uh, you know, your flash in the pan uh, you know, playmaker to being an every down player that they can count on. And then, uh, you know, with with the the rise of you know Luke Reimer, Nick Heinrich, and um, you know those, those types of guys. I mean, there's so many different players that could all step up and uh, take on uh, the lion's share of the workload. But I'm curious as to just what that rotation is going to look like. We have an idea what the starters are going to be, but how deep are they going to be able to rotate and are they going to want to rotate with with that much veteran experience coming back? Yeah, I mean, I look back and, and you know, how many of those guys were playing some pretty good football at the end of last year? I mean, JoJo was obviously playing good football. Uh, Will Honus, I felt like, was really starting to, to show us what he was made of. Luke Reimer was playing good football. Um, you know, Henrich, I think, was finally, you know, kind of getting into his groove, too. I mean, there were so many guys that were playing good football um, towards the end of the last season. 
and then you you mix in you know the the Caleb Tanners, the Garrett Nelsons, um, you know, and, and then maybe a new a new face like a Javen Wright. You know, this is somebody who got hurt last year, uh, is six four and a half, two hundred and ten pounds right now. Who's gained you know he's gained close to thirty pounds since he's been on campus. Has transitioned you know kind of the DB, the outside linebacker hybrid you know linebacker role. Um, you know, he's somebody who, who could really be a dark horse and, you know, fully healthy, provide Nebraska with something that they, they really haven't had or, uh, or could kind of be the heir apparent to a JoJo Doman. So, uh, and then you, you throw in a guy like Chris Klorovic, who I, I've heard has, has been doing very well so far. Um, you know, obviously he was. Do you think a, he could start or do you think he's going to be number two? I don't. I I wouldn't put it past him to be a starter, uh, and maybe he's going to beat out Henrich. Yeah, maybe initially. Um, maybe initially he's a number two, or maybe that allows them to move Henrich outside instead of inside. Both. Can they move Henrich outside right now with five guys already yeah. there? Because Damian Jackson was going to be more of a factor till he got hurt last year. Then he became a factor more later in the year. Yeah. I mean. I just think it will be hard to get Henrich over some of the other guys. Yeah, and that could be too. I mean, I think it's a good problem to have regardless. I think, you know, the um, worst case scenario, you've got some bodies to, to rotate and to, to keep fresh. And I know Barrett Root has always talked about ideally he wants to have six inside linebackers that he can rotate and play throughout a game. So, shoot, he might be pretty close to, to having six guys that he feels comfortable with playing and rotating without uh, through, throughout a game. Yeah, to me, guys, the X factor is Caleb Tanner. If they can actually get quality pass rush production, I feel like we've said this now for (laughs) every year. Like our eighth Um, year in a row now, yeah. But if Art Nelson, I mean, can they – because JoJo's not necessarily a pass rusher. He's he's kind of a Swiss Army guy. Yeah, he's not a full-time guy. They can bring him on blitzes, but he's just as much in responsibility and coverage than he is with uh, rushing off the edge. But they need – and they've needed this guy since they've gone to the three four. <laughs> I mean, they need mm-hmm. since Randy Gregory. Yeah, really. Yeah, they, they haven't had someone since Randy. They need the guy that can get six to eight sacks. And you know, I think Stilly will get pressure on the defensive line, and they have guys on the D line. But it's can they get a pass rush from one of those outside linebackers? I mean, when they rush just four, not a blitz, but a four man rush. Yeah, and so I don't, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be one guy. I think they have several guys that could be in that four to five sack range, potentially. Uh, you know, I think Feldarius Payne is the guy that could be one of those guys. Garrett Nelson's the guy that can do that. Um, and obviously JoJo. Uh, and then, you know, we'll see what happens with Caleb Tanner. But uh, they have a number of guys that could be maybe in that step below sack category that could still give you the same amount of production. Yeah, as Payne. If, yeah, as if you had, uh, you know, a real legitimate, you know, bona fide Von Miller type pass rusher off the edge. And yeah. Payne didn't get us winter conditioning really or anything to train with. So like, what, I like it. What, I, I what, think he's going to be good. What will he do when he actually gets time to work out, Nate? Yeah. Well, and, and he hasn't been uh, he hasn't been laying back and taking it easy either. I know uh, when he was back home over over Christmas break, you know his dad is his dad is like a, a boxing trainer or something like that. I mean, they've got a, a makeshift gym in their garage, and he was putting them through his paces in there. So I know that uh, I know he's going to be prepared and ready to roll. And um, you know, and we saw flashes of that towards the end of last season too. But um, you know, and two other names that coming out of high school, I felt like were really natural pass rushers were Blaze Gunnerson and Jamari Butler. I mean, those are two players that uh, I felt like 
on film at least in high school were very natural pass rushers. So I'm I'm interested to see you know if if they are uh, you know if that has kind of continued or, or what they can do to uh, uh, to kind of help out this team as as they kind of progress through their their seasons. Yeah, there's a lot with this group to follow. Um, the consistency, though, I mean, can they play like? I, I felt like Honus last year really has improved, and you know, he he should be done playing at Nebraska if not for tearing his ACL at Michigan in the fourth game, which should have been the fifth game, by the way, of 2018. But because of the canceled mm. Akron game, was it Akron? Um, yes. Yep. He got to be the fourth game was Michigan, so that allowed him to redshirt 18. And then he was able to get, um, you know, another year. Otherwise, he would have been done in 2019. And so t- this is a kid that should have been done in 19, and he's going to be playing football for Nebraska in 21. I mean, so you talk about the ultimate bonus player. Will Honus could end up actually being a huge, huge bonus for Nebraska having him on this defense. I mean, he was ar- arguably their best linebacker, certainly their best inside linebacker. Well, Luke Reimer, we even brought up Luke Reimer. Yeah, I mean, know? just mentioned him in passing. That's it. And he, I mean, before he got hurt, he was playing exceptionally well. And so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They have a bounty of options uh, at both and those spots. And I, I said Henrich starting, Luke Reimer's a starter. It's, it's Honus Reimer right now, right? You would think so, and then and then so. then then Kalarovic would be the X factor, and Hein and Henrich would and then, be those, Henrich. that's your top four, and then the outside is Doman with a combo of Tanner and Nelson, Payne and Payne, yeah, Payne. I mean, I feel like Payne's like the sixth man on a basketball bench, so they just bring him in and. Yeah. Kind of. Well, and, and he's he's like a tweener, D end, outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in certain packages we're going to see him with his hand in, his dirt, in the and dirt. That might be it, where it's a package based yeah. deal, especially with you know Barrett has made no qualms about how many times he wants to sub, and Mike. I'm sure Mike Dawson is the same way, where it's going to be a situation deal, where you know they're playing Wisconsin and it's third and three, <laughs> you're going to have you know Jackson and Payne out there as opposed to Doman and Nelson. Yeah. You know? And I think that there's they're going to have a luxury of actually fitting personnel based off situation, which they haven't had in a long time. All right. Well, we'll keep, we'll pick up spring football conversations again next week, but when we come back, it's been a very busy week in the Nebraska basketball world. And uh, we need to give Robin a full segment to kind of iron out what's happened since the loss um, in the big 10 tournament and lots of roster movement. That's all next. You're listening here to the Husker line show.